My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. Today, we are here to talk about the queen of chemistry, the the empress of romantic comedies. Uh, the, I don't know, what's, what's higher than that? Nothing, eh? Empress and is she- the highest. She's just the greatest. Okay. She's Parkman Young. She's wonderful. She's cute. She's a good actress. She does a lot. She has chemistry with, like, she could have chemistry with a brown paper bag, I swear. It's uh, her birthday today that we're and recording. And it's her birthday on the day that we're recording. Oh, on the day that we're recording or the day yes, that we're like, it out? Right now. Like, like right, right now. Happy birthday. Right but for anyone listening to this, happy March belated 4th. birthday, Parkman Young. We love y'all. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going to talk about all the stuff that she's been in that we like, and then we're going to talk about her new show, because we all maybe watched the first episode or so. Not all of us. Some of us watched it. It's interesting. Uh, Anywho, we are going to start by talking about, you know, what she does. What, you know, what what she's all about. She acts. She acts. (laughs) She acts. She's very smart. She's the smart in real life. She's very smart. She's, uh... Just drop dead gorgeous. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's super hot, which actually is hilarious because I was watching her private life with my mom. My mom's like, "You're just as good looking as her," and I'm like, "Okay, mom, have like the drugs kicked in because <laughs> no." <laughs> but I mean, she is super smart. So if you watch yeah. Busted, and I know that we've mentioned Busted before on other episodes, but Busted is a mystery variety show that's on Netflix. And pretty much the brains of the operation is Parkman Young. Like yeah. they basically even, look up to her, like for yeah, everything. Yeah. Even and, if she's kind of in character or if she's just being herself figuring something out, she's pretty brilliant. Like and she's really yeah. good at English too, as far as yeah. translation. And math. And she seems to be really math. excellent at math. Mm. Um so like if someone's speaking English, they're all like, Parkman Young, where are you? Like they like, like they help us. <laughs> And math, they're all like, I quit. Where is she? Like, they don't even try. (laughs) So she's been in a couple, like, really big name shows that are, like, on the lists of, like, oh, these are everyone's, these are the ones you should, big ones, you know. Mm -hmm. While we don't really endorse that sort of thing, because everyone likes different things. Uh, So she was the main female lead in Sun Kyung Kwan's Scandal. Which was... I think that was the first thing I saw her in. That was the first thing I saw her in. And I was like, I friggin' love this show. Yeah. Shame what happened to the male lead, but it's not about him today. Right. We won't discuss it. That's for (laughs) another episode. Uh, And then after that, the next show that I saw her in was City Hunter with Lee Min-ho, which was... Let's just say she was the best part of that show, but she wasn't really allowed to live up to her best potential, which was fine because she basically made what seemed like a very similar show, (laughs) but slightly different in Healer, which was actually a really good show and everyone fucking loves Healer and they go on and on about Healer. I think it's, I think it's pretty good. I think it's a pretty good show. Um, that yeah. was my first. That yeah. was my first Parkman Young was healer. And then so the one for City Hunter, I tried. I was trying to do Parkman Young homework for the past month. You tried, huh? 
You well, I, I was multitasking too much like usual. So City Hunter got one episode. It's not that I didn't like it. It's that I was doing too much stuff. And no, of course, it, the first episode okay. is all like backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't even think she's like in it more no. than like, one scene. Yeah. Like she was she was in a picture and then like, yeah, like a tiny moment. <laughs> I mean, and I was like, like well, this is hardly in it. Like he's hardly <laughs> right. in yeah. the first episode. So yeah, and he, he's the main character of the show. So yeah. Yeah. oh, Lehman Ho. <laughs> and then after that, I watched what I think is probably my favorite show with her in it, which is Remember? Has anyone else seen? Oh. No. It has Nam Mingung in it. It has the guy from I'm Not a Robot, where yeah. his, his dad has Alzheimer's. and It gets looks super serious. serious. Oh, it's fucking serious. Fucking serious. It is, mm. <laughs> it's, good. it's a good one. It's a good one. I really like that. That's a good one. And then, of course, she gets more into the rom-com genre with her next couple of well there's been obviously she did more than that like she was uh queen for seven days was one that she was in mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's one that people a lot of people mention yeah i've um, never watched it so i can't really say I much watched, on it. like the opening bit and went yeah i can't i'm yeah, look kind of. Like, this look, is too sad for me today so bye I'm yeah out. when it when it came out i was in kind of like you know, like a uh, sad mode. So I was like, I don't really want to watch something like, yeah, you know. So I didn't. Um, I'm I'm gonna butt in really fast. Oh, so when please. I was when I was doing my Parkman Young homework, I did. I went way back to 2007, which was her second drama role, and she oh, was, it was her, it was her it first the... main role, and it's called I Am Your Teacher. Is it the no Weekender? Way. Wasn't she in a Weekender? Wasn't she in something with Eamon Hell before? So, so the first episode, the first drama she was in was Unstoppable High Kick. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was 167 episodes. Yeah, it was the one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she was a support role in that. And so the next year she was in I Am Your Teacher. And that's the one that has Lehman Ho and Top in it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I felt like I had to watch it, which I, I watched the entire thing. It's funny how I ended up watching that first. But because it was kind of her breakout role, she played a high schooler, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. as did those other two guys, and they as were not the main leads. Keeps the doing. teacher was. No. Yeah. <laughs> so so I wanted to see how she did, and she did a really good job being a cute high schooler. But actually, she wasn't just. She was like a gang leader's daughter, so she was a lot of trouble. It was really interesting. But, she usually doesn't play that character. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> but she was pretty much a brat. So it was kind mm. of fun to see Parkman Young be a brat, because, like, yeah. when, when's the last time she was a brat? Like, never. I mean, it's been a yeah. long time. So uh, it w- I'm not necessarily recommending the show, because so the entire time, just based on the posters and based on the title, you're like, is this all about the relationship between the high schooler and the teacher, which isn't very cool, and there was cohabitation involved? Yeah, it's also called I Am Sam, isn't it? The- yeah, because yeah. of the the uh title that they call teachers that's like it's not the dude's name it's teach is sam like that's how they say it okay so it was an okay show it never got too bad awkward wise so Mm. if you're interested in it you're free like it's it never got awful yeah Mm -hmm. so it's safe even though it might seem not safe um but she did a good job i mean she was obviously green 
Greenhorn, but she was pretty good. So I just wanted to mention that because that was way back. Way back. Way, way back. Little, little itty bitty Parkman Young. <laughs> And then my other homework I tried to do was Time Slip Dr. Jen, which it was, so she did The Scandal Show, then she Mm -hmm. did City Hunter, then she did Glory Jane, which I haven't watched Mm -hmm. that one. And then Time Slip Dr. Jen, which, oh boy, guys, I wanted to, I really wanted to finish it before, but I've had a couple (laughs) of nice days outside recently, so like Mm. I haven't been around, but, um, I'm actually really enjoying it because I'm weird. And so what happened was with her role, and I'm not going to go into the whole story because, like, who cares? For her role, they were in modern times for the first episode. Mm-hmm. And the main lead guy is the guy from The Player. Can't think of his name. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, he's the Dr. Jen, time slip Dr. Jen. So he's a doctor, she's a doctor, you can tell they've been together for a long time, you know, and then they have this fight over, like, trying to save this guy. It's this big deal. I'm gonna go ahead and spoil her, because it's the first episode. She ends up dying, okay, in the first episode. Oh boy, what a twist! (laughs) There's all this other chaos. He time travels for no apparent reason into... (laughs) Not even to save her? (laughs) It wasn't for her. It was this other entire situation, like, I, it doesn't make any sense, and there's this weird brain fetus thing, and you really, really don't want to know. Like, you don't want to know. It sounds like a delight, I'm gonna be honest. So, the first episode, he falls off the side of the building into, like, this time wormhole, pops out the other side, which, you know, the typical Joseon era, like, whatever, horses and swords and all that, and... He, like, comes in and, of course, he first thinks it's fake. And then he's like, oh, this isn't fake. People are, like, dying around me. (laughs) And then he eventually sees her. She Mm -hmm. is in the past, too. But it's not, you know, like, she has a different name. Yeah, it's it's that time's her. Right. Uh. But, like, and eventually she gets to the point that old school her gets to the point where she starts helping him with his surgeries, old school surgeries, him trying to figure out how to do all that. It's actually pretty interesting. Uh, at some point they ha- have to deal with the plague essentially. And she is a noble's daughter, but she still puts herself at risk to help him. I mean, it's like this whole big thing. So, you know, I don't really know how to lend her anything, but she did a really good job. That's why I was watching she's it. Great. Like, yeah, she's in every role she does. Like, and even, you can even, like, acknowledge that even if, it, like, she's in a show that's not really, like, your type of show. You can be like, but she's doing a great job. Yeah, and, like, yeah. The, chemis- the chemistry between those characters, the old school version of her and stuff, they didn't get lovey-dovey so far in what mm-hmm. I've watched, but it's been, like, a camaraderie, a helping thing. And I thought, mm-hmm. like, it was a nice turn because, you know, it wasn't... A- rom-com right out of, the, out of the gate it was like oh we're gonna be friends and help each other do stuff so it was pretty cool moving past time slip dr Jin into more recent years 2018 20 not that that was like that was only 2012 which oh god that was eight years ago yeah it, 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 <laughs> we're old um, <laughs> moving into 2018 so let's like she she had two back-to-back pretty much i could say they were pretty big hits for her yeah. and TVN uh, with What's Wrong with Secretary Kim 
and her private life. Now, What's Wrong with Secretary Kim was fun because it also spawned the typical uh, the dating in real life rumors that were like total, you know, bullshit. But like, I swear that happens with every single role she takes. will be like, oh. It's like. because she's not afraid to kiss and she's yeah. like a good person. Like her personality, she gets yeah. along with everybody and is not afraid to be, be friendly with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like so you can tell like, behind the scenes that she always enjoys everyone. Yeah. What's and wrong with Secretary Kim is the show that made me subscribe to Vicky. So, so yeah. there's that. There's that. There's that. <laughs> so I I think I've mentioned we've mentioned it before. I rewatched it as a binge. Works a lot better as a binge than it did as a week by week. So if you haven't watched it yet and you like rom coms, well, you're in luck, my friends, because it makes a good binge. So if you have some time coming up, you might want to check it well, out. Well, rom com with a side of Oh, well, as per Childhood tragedy. Trauma. trauma. Yeah. There's always trauma. Well, there's and I, always trauma. But I, I do feel like it's a little bit more triggering than your typical. Like, yeah. it, it is a thing. Sure. And it keeps yes. getting talked it's about, a like, a lot. Yeah. It comes yeah. up a lot to where, psychologically, yeah. they talk about it a lot during the show. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you really you really want to just send everybody to the therapist. That's what you want to that's do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really, that's, yeah, like, what I want, that's what I want to do at, like, most K-dramas where I'm like, you need a couple therapists. You need to be in therapy. Like, I've been, as a little side note, I've been recently watching a lot of Hello Counselor clips because they help me fall asleep. I swear to God, everyone on that show needs to be talking to a counselor. They not really do. Not celebrities who will not help. Or just get a divorce. Half the time, I'm just like, just get it. Just, your husband's a dick. Just get a divorce. Just get out of there. But that anyway, show that, that show, show is, is like, it, it's either, like, the, the problems are so stupid that you're just like, this is hilarious, or they're like, no, you need serious psychological help. Yeah. Like, I, I'm pretty sure your husband's abusive. You should, you should seek help. Get out. But we're not, we're not talking about that because she doesn't play characters who have abusive husbands. As so far, I'm sure, you know, she could... She can pull do it. Out, yeah, so. she can pull that role. What's wrong with Secretary Kim though? Like, so to me, she plays like the perfect, most competent person on the oh, face. For yeah. sure, she is better than everyone around her in yeah. every single way. She's, mm-hmm. But it's kind of fun because she's not like she's not stuck up. Yeah, she's no. completely normal while still she's just kind while still, which is even even more so. She's just kind. She's driven. Yeah. Kind and competent. But and then, and then she gets kill. slightly sassy, which is great. Yes. Like, yeah. No. Secretary yeah. Kim being sassy, is those are like the perfect episodes. Well, see, it's, it's really kind of fun because that's the point where she realizes he needs me and I don't need him at all all mm-hmm. and yeah. so then then she realizes in the, like the tense of the story that she holds all the cards at this moment like because she knows everything about his life he knows basically nothing about hers he can't function without her no and she can function even better than she is right now if he was just you know took a hike so it becomes sort of like a fun dynamic where it was like, who's really the boss? Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like that's the stuff I enjoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, that's, that's always fun. Um, 
Her private life. I really, her private really, really life. Like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I really enjoyed What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. I know, Jesse, I see you, I see you shaking your head. Jesse did not love it, and that's fine because we can all like, to, oh, yeah. she even has a friggin' standing. That's adorable. It, it came in my uh, OST. That's adorable. Oh. I really liked it. And the, the, the reason I liked it was because, you know, I saw a bit of myself. In her character, like the except that I don't hide the fact that I'm a total fan, obsessive fangirl, whereas she had to hide it because of her career, whereas I've made it my career. So, you know, but I also really liked their relationship in that one because it sort of played out where, like, so basically, if you haven't seen it in the story, she's she's an art curator who, um, is secretly a super K pop fangirl for this one singer. Uh, who's part of, like, a group. So she has, like, a super bias, and she's, like, a super fan. Like, she runs her own fan cafe. Like, she's she does all that stuff, but she hides it from everyone because she's afraid it would impact negatively on her career as a respected art curator. Um, and then, you know, this hotshot artist from New York who's super good-looking comes in and becomes, like, the director of the gallery where she works, and then he, like, finds out about, you know, her private life, as the title would suggest. However, what I really liked is that he actually really liked that about her and would, like, secretly do things to facilitate her fangirling because he thought it was really cute. (laughs) Like, it was just... I liked that they were like grown ups. Yeah. They behaved like grown ups and yeah. they, you know, talked about things when things came up. It was like, oh, okay, we should talk now. Oh, okay, cool. And then they just like went on with their lives like grown ups do. Like it was, yeah. it was nice. It's yeah, a nice like, change every, of pace sometimes. Every, like every time there was like a misunderstanding, it wouldn't drag on for like six episodes just to create drama as it were like they would you know move on because that's what adults do they they apologize and like even like if he gets mad at her in one episode he gets mad at her when she goes up to his house because she's supposed to be his girlfriend like there, there's this whole thing where he thinks that she's a lesbian and he's like protecting her from being outed and and but also she got photographed with the, like, idol singer. So, like, everyone's like, oh, my God, like, she's dating the idol singer. And she's like, I'm really not. Like, so he has to pretend to be her boyfriend for these reasons. And so there's, like, a leak in his apartment. And then she has to, since they're like, oh, you're her, you're his girlfriend. Like, you can go over and take care of it. So she's like, oh, like, I'm really not sure if I should because, like, I'm not really. But she goes over because, like, you know, she's got to, you know, keep up the illusion as it were and then he gets like really pissed at her for like coming into his like private house or whatever but then by the end of that episode he has apologized for getting mad at her for no reason so it's not like they then just like waited and just sort of like let it fade into the distance he actually physically says i am sorry for overreacting over nothing and i'm just like Thank you, dramas, for giving us an actual apology for the first time ever. What I really uh, enjoyed was her uh, her character was kind of silly. Yeah. How enthusiastic she would get. And Parkman Young said that she kind of identified with that aspect of her character. Like, 
when she at this point when she's asked which character has she most identified with she says that one mm-hmm. because i think kind of the silly side and all that and being enthusiastic because you know like in secretary kim she, she was it was different mm-hmm. so yeah also her sisters are really big fan of a group that's where she got oh, she yeah. pulled all of her stuff oh, yeah. from was literally from her sister and so. i what i and her chemistry in these shows isn't just with the male leads. She is like chemistry with everyone, like a platonic chemistry. Let's, you know, but like, you know, so in, in like that show, for example, she has like a, you know, a, a girl, a best friend who is also a super huge fangirl, and they have like this cute little relationship together. And then her fake brother and her have like a, you know, the brotherly that he does not want to be brotherly, but that's another, you know, that's just, you just, dude. you know, you gotta, you get, yeah, like, you're nice to a dude, and they think they want, you want them to, like, bone you, and that's not, <laughs> no, no, stop it. And then, like, you know, in Secretary Kim, like, her with all the other secretaries, all the secretaries. Staff, office mates, yeah, all yeah. her mm-hmm. office staff, like, you've got all these, you know, this, these fun interactions that they're having, yeah. and, like, and her sisters, and then you meet the mm-hmm. idiot father, and you're like, oh, this is like, okay. She, you see how, like, she's good at keeping a cast feel cohesive. Because, yeah. you know, she's sort of a, a glue that holds. Well, like, in together. Healer, that probably is my favorite aspect of Healer, is, like, her dad and that her adopted yeah. father runs a, a cafe, and the cafe is entirely, like, all of the workers are former criminals. Like they're all, yeah, they're all ex-cons. like ex-cons, right? Because her father and was like, like a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. And they're like her uncles and they like all take care of her and look after her. And it's like one big happy family. And it's just cute the way she interacts with everybody. And, and yeah. again, like you were saying, like a cohesive thing, it keeps the cast all, she's the, like the nucleus that everything kind of, even if, she, even if she's, like, not supposed to be the main character, because she wasn't <laughs> supposed to be the main character of Healer or City Hunter, but she was the one that people are interested in seeing what's going on, you know? Because, like, no offense to the male leads, but she's better than them in all ways. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. Like, she's just, she's just, she, like, and what I like about her is that I think she realized that she has an innate talent for this genre so for like romantic comedies is what she mostly Mm -hmm. makes and she's like realized that she is very talented and has said i'll just keep making them but like with different like they're the characters are always different so it's not like she's the you know the same in each one but um she like you know She's just wonderful. I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing. I, I think she could do anything she wants, though. Like, oh, for sure. She's a great actress. But, you know, there, it, it must be rewarding for her to, oh, yeah. to do the... No. no. <laughs> you get the vacation. You get the vacation. Who has she kissed? Yeah, I'm just like, right. back, and I'm like, okay, you know what? This could be just, you know, a little bingo card that she's just checking <laughs> off. And you know what? Respect, girl. Respect. No, you know what? Like, you do you. No, I think there was once I saw, like, I don't know, like, some sort of stupid 
pointless article that was like, what country did she save to kiss all these men? Like, you know, I'm just like, no, no, no. What country did they save to right? kiss yeah. her? <laughs> Get the honor. Not the other no, way around. No, 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 not the case. When they announced the casting for this new one with So Kang Jun, like that was very much more the attitude. They were like, oh, like, you know, what lottery did he win that he gets to like be opposite her? And like, because he's younger and less seasoned than a lot of the guys she's been acting against recently, right? So I can kind of see that. I think he's doing well, but still. Like, actor, so. Yes, he's a good kid. Mm-hmm. So she really has a. I, I watched some clips the other day of there was this show. I'm not gonna be able to remember the title. It wasn't a drama. It was. I want to say Candy was involved in the title, but it would be where an actor and an actress like they talk over the phone, but they don't. One of them knows who the other person is, but the other one doesn't. Like it's this very confusing situation. Okay, but, uh, I think I've. I think I vaguely remember that. Yeah. And so Parkman Young was on it and she was paired with, shoot, what's his name? The guy from Lawless Lawyer. Oh, um, Lee Lee Jun Ki. Yeah. So their vibes, so it was very, just very friendly vibes with them back and forth. Like, and they would just kind of talk as they do things. And he was like off in Italy or something and he would be taking pictures and sending them to his friend that he can't figure out who she is. She, she totally knew who he was and, you know, kind of teasing him through the whole thing. And she, she was kind of being sassy and stuff. Sometimes it was pretty good, but uh, they seem, I'm not saying they're like identical or something. They seem slightly similar to me though. And like, He's he's really he likes bringing up the spirits of people and she does that a little bit too. She's not a, quite the happy pill, but mm-hmm. they they both like making those around them when they're on set yeah. happy, like they pay attention to a lot of that. Yeah, they're mood mood makers. Is the, yeah, and so yeah. it was kind of cool watching those types of people like interact even when it, when mm. it was on the phone because you could tell they're having fun playing off of each other and it wasn't like oh they should date. It was more like oh, these people get along really well. So, like... Yeah. Oh, what? they make really good friends, you know? Well, they did. Like, you could tell that they were having fun, but that they'd have to... I, I figured some of these weird questions were scripted as far as, like... Yeah. You know? Well, obviously. Yeah. So, some awkward questions that she would just, like, laugh. The, she, I mean, she was, she was very much not in character. Long enough. Right. She was very much not in character to where she would just, like, laugh it off and not answer. <laughs> like, she would just do whatever the heck she wanted. Be like, oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 Mm-hmm. And you, you can tell when she's just being her, because she'll just be like, eh, whatever. Like, she'll just move on to something else. Even when I watched the uh, Busted Season 2... Uh, like there was a launch premiere thing that they did on V Live or something, and even then, I just love her dynamic when she's not in character. Like she, she, she's not that she's sassy all the time, but she's just so smart and witty that she'll just yeah she'll be polite and she'll be nice, but she lets she lets her personality out a little bit, which is fun. Speaking of fun. If you want to support this podcast and get all sorts of fun behind-the-scenes stuff, you can go to ko-fi.com slash certifiednunas to become an official sponsor of this podcast. We do not have any corporate sponsors, obviously. Uh, but we do have a lovely group of people who love supporting this podcast, and we appreciate them every day. So if you want to become one of those people and you get an extra little thank you from us all the time, then go to ko-fi.com slash 
certified Nunas, and you can become a sponsor of the, the podcast for very, very little, very little money. It's not expensive. And if you don't have money, that's cool. Neither do I. Um, if you want to tell someone about the podcast, we really appreciate it. Someone you think might enjoy listening to it. What, uh, what are our favorite things that she has appeared in that we have, we have enjoyed? I can't decide between her private life and uh, Secretary Kim. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, on the one hand, Secretary Kim, you got those ponytails and those pencil skirts and the, like, the earrings, the oh, earrings. The, the fashion game in that was so good. And it, but I don't know. But her private life was more complete to me. And also, the fashion game in her private life for half of her also, character's life was also pretty fly. So. Her suits. Ooh, that them suits. True. That fuchsia suit. Ooh. 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 You dream of it sometimes. My favorite show is Busted. Easily. Mm-hmm. Anything that's, like, actually her. Like, she has a vlog. Um, well, she had one. She only did it for a couple of episodes. It's on her... I can't remember if it's on her personal YouTube or her management YouTube. But, like, she's just a great person just as she is like and busted really kind of shows that too and it's just a lot of fun because she's she's smart and she she's like determined and she doesn't let things bother her and it's just like so great to see that that like she just she'll just do it like oh there's a snake cool while like all the other guys are like oh my hand right in there no worries she's fun She's pretty unflappable, but not like in a spunky lead character type. Or like, like no, a, a very... stuck up, like very like, you know, non like existent person. Like she's just yeah. like very, she's just chill. She's very like yeah. actual approachable human being. Yep. For me, it's a, it's a tie. Um, probably between Sung Kyung Kwan Scandal and Remember. I'm going way back. Uh, I just like, Sunshine on Scandal was the first Seiguk I ever watched, and it remains one of the best ones I've watched. Um, like, there are other ones I enjoy, but it is one of the best ones that I like. And, you know, I always like a good, like, girl pretending to be a boy, because I always find them so funny, because it's always so friggin' obvious. Like, no, that's a, clearly that's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, I've literally seen a a single show that had that as a plot where I could be like, yes, that girl could be mistaken for a dude. No other time has it in the history of film has this these female... No, they've never. The only one I can think of is the Taiwanese show Bromance. That's it. That's the only one where it was believable. Otherwise, <laughs> like, it, it's clearly a woman. <laughs> Yeah. The first time that I watched one of those, and I was like talking to my sisters who had been watching K drama for longer than me, and I was like, I'm not sure what's going on in this. And they're like, What do you mean? And I'm like, Well, like, they seem to think she's a boy, but like, she's obviously a girl. And they were like, She's pretending to be a boy. And I was like, That's what's going on here? Oh. And they, they believe it? And they're like, Yeah. And I was like, Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sure. 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 All right. Uh-huh. If you say so. Yeah. So those are those are those are my faves. Uh, and also, I need to point out in Sun Kyung Kwan Scandal, there's this one scene. Okay. 
where they're like in an enclosed, her and the male lead are in an enclosed area together. He now knows she is a she, though it was painfully obvious the entire show. <laughs> but these are the things that you look beyond. And he like, he wants to go in and, and kiss her, but they're both wearing gats, like the big traditional hats. So like, they can't. And he like undoes the string of her hat. Oh, who fan self? I was like, oh no no no, oh boy! Like it was like bizarrely erotic for two people who are wearing like multiple layers of clothing. <laughs> what about you, Sky? Well, what I enjoyed about uh, that show, her character in that show, was she was really smart, and pretty much the reason why she did try to pretend to be a dude was because she wanted to be a scholar like it wasn't I, I don't remember it might have been to save her family a little bit too I don't yeah there's something involving her brother was sick and like anyway. but in order for her to make more money and because she already knew how to read and all these things mm-hmm. even though she was from a poor family like she had yeah. worked really hard to be this smart person but the only way for her to apply all that knowledge and to do something for her family was to become a scholar and so I liked that aspect of her character and pretty much the entire show she's at risk for being found out. And if that happens, she'll probably die. So like the stakes were high for a long time. So even though, yes, there were cute parts and whatever, a lot of times the stakes were super high. She definitely a Ravenclaw in that show. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and so even though she got to be silly, it showed her range because she had to do a lot of dramatic stuff. Even though it was rom-commy. It, it, it there were dramatic parts to it. Yeah, and it has a lovely found family aspect with like the other male scholars that she befriends over time, and they're just yeah, just, like like they would all even if they thought she was a boy, you know, we'll just we'll do everything for you, you know, they just love yeah. her, right? Yeah, there was like a bit of you know, when always at one point in these cross dressing shows, um, you get the moment where it's like the gay panic from. You know, the ma- the other male characters. That is a classic. Uh, <laughs> it continues in this show as well, you know. Like the, oh god. Yet again, the only show that I saw that ever made that believable was the Daily Show Bromance. <laughs> where everyone had very realistic, like, reactions to suddenly feeling homoerotic feelings towards another man. But anyway, who wasn't really a man, but that's not the point. So my favorite is probably Healer. Mm. Because I really, really like Healer. But I really like her character in that show, too. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. she's very, very warm. <clears throat> she's spunky. And, huh? She's spunky. Yes, but, like, she's also broken, too. Yeah. Like, her character, you know, guy of tragedy, all this stuff. And, I don't know, like, her broken parts Yeah, and she has fit she well has, like, with that show. Legitimately has undiagnosed PTSD in the show that they actually show in a very not overdramatic way. Um, and it's very, like, reasonable, like, that she would have these reactions to certain situations, so it's not, like, over the top. Mm-hmm. I think, like, a, an actress who wasn't as good would have made it a little bit more, like, you know. Yeah, overdrawn. Over- raising the levels a little too high to make it a bit of a parody. 
Oh, and I just remembered. I think another reason I really, really enjoyed her character in that was... So, I mean, it's a show that would never... Like, it is not realistic whatsoever, oh, right? No. Yeah. You're, you're pretty much dealing with her being opposite a superhero on something. Like, a Batman yeah. type. So first that's encounter exactly what it is. So first encounter, and I, I I grew up loving Batman's so like it's kind of, but so her first encounter with this like Batman character essentially, she like tries to beat him up and like she does not she does not back down when he's like trying. I think all he was doing was trying to get some some of her hair for a DNA test like that was his task. Yeah. Of course, he kind of did a little bit too aggressively, and she just, like, was trying to fight him, and I just, and it wasn't like, oh, I'm being the spunky, plucky character. Like, she just, she was being realistically, like, I'm not going to back down to you just because you're being aggressive. Like, yeah. no, you and, cannot follow me into the bathroom and take my hair. Right. Like, no. she's like, no, <laughs> just because you're fancy, no. So, and then her dream the whole time is to be, like, a world-renowned journalist and all these things, and she tries to realistically get there by working really hard and all this stuff. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that her character was just really warm and very... Considering it's a very fantasy-type show without being a fantasy show, like, her character was the thing that grounded it more into reality, I thought. Mm-hmm. It was what made... Helped his character be more human anyway, so... Pretty much her character is what made the show work. Yeah. Even though, like, I, I love you. I thought yeah, Ji-Jang like, was good. I loved it. Mm-hmm. But I thought she did a really good job. And continuing her good job, she now has a new show that literally just came out last week. It only has, well, it's now, from the day of this recording, I think the third episode is out, but it wasn't fully subbed. Oh, wow. Tomorrow's the fourth episode. Yeah, the third episode was out today. That we're recording. I, I have already seen a... the fourth episode. So. Oh, have you? Uh-oh. And like, the next week's is, it, they're not going to be airing stuff. There's yeah, there's a skip. Um, now, so I I watched the first two episodes today, this morning when I woke up. I like to have them fresh in my mind when we're talking about these things. You know how it is. And what struck me <laughs> was that the first half of the first episode, it, it's very pensive in the sort of way that sort of reminds me of the same sort of filmmaking that you would see in, like, a Korean horror movie. <laughs> no, 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 like, just, st- yeah. stick, just stick with me here. Like, it starts with her, like, walking through these abandoned rural streets and then, like, opening the door to the house and calling out for the aunt, but no one is there and everyone's <laughs> covered in dust and, like, there's just a guy watching her from afar and, like, <laughs> And then, like, there's, like, a mysterious bookshop, and, like, there's just this real, like, just sort of pensive music playing. And I was like, the fuck kind of (laughs) show? Like, what kind of show is this? Like, when does the serial killer happen? Turns out, in the past. It already happened. Um... Yeah, you thought you'd get through a show without a serial killer. That's where you're wrong, champ. Well, not a serial killer, just a killer. I really feel like the entire show, if it just had a different, like, if it had different background music. No, the entire thing. Like, yeah. Like, like, there's a lot of times in it where the tone is like, if the music was, and for the first half of the first episode, the music was kind of like, you know, sort of a little just eerie and like, you know, sort of like, discordant and like you know just sort of unsettling like because 
Which I get because she's still adjusting, like, because she lived in Seoul, so that there's a discordance against her as a person and her location. So in that sense, good job, good job, filmmakers. But like, I was like, when do the murders start happening? But then, so what happens is in the first episode, you get through half of this, and then it switches to his the, point of his, view. His point of view. And then the whole tone of the show changes because then you see all like the other things that lead to him. Like, so for example, she's like standing looking at hay bales that are all wrapped up and she's like, what are those marshmallow things? He's just on like a bike, like in the middle of the night, just on this bike (laughs) on this dirt road, like driving up and like stopping. And like, she's like, what are those called? And he's like, hay bales. And she's like, (laughs) (laughs) and then it's like, what the fuck is happening? And then it goes, you, like, see everything from his point of view. So he's this bookshop owner who has, like, insomnia. And so he, like, noticed her light come on. And he's like, oh, shit, she's going for a walk. Like, I've been in love with her since high school. So he's, like, putting on his sweater and, like, hopping on the bike and, like, excitedly driving up to, like, go see her. But then he's just, like, an awkward... Like, he is so, so awkward. awkward. <laughs> so as soon as he like gets in her presence, he doesn't know what to say. So he just ends up being like, "Damn, some hay bales." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What I what I love about his awkwardness though is he doesn't play it up too much. He yeah. just oh, it's very believable. He they're becoming another one of my favorite introvert couples. Yeah, yes. I love my love my introverts when I see them. I love them. And so he's awkward, but, like, he's normal person awkward. He's not like, ha-ha, I'm awkward, guys. It's, like, more, it's more just yeah. like, like, you can feel yeah. he's awkward. But see, there were certain things in the show for the first half of the episode that really made me believe that this might be a horror show, okay? First off, like, the first line in the show, if I'm remembering this mostly correctly, is he's seeing her arrive. And this little kid is like, uncle, uncle, do you see a ghost? And I'm like, and then it's like, you meet like the aunt and she just, she always has the fucking sunglasses on and she won't take off her sunglasses no matter what time of day or where she is. And I was like, she dead? Is, is, the, aunt, is the aunt a ghost? Like, is she just some demon eyes? Is that why she, like, what's happening? But I, I don't, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I'll, I'll let, like, I'd be okay if it was, but, like, I don't think it is. I think it's just going to be a pencil. Totally, I know that they're not trying to, like, make it super intense and stuff, but to me, the way the show is progressing, you really could flip on different background music, oh. and it could just be, like, whoo! Like, it's, it's, it's one of those shows that has, like, a lot of, like, slow, wide shots. So wide. Yeah. So it's, like, it, it everything has a lot of room to breathe or it has absolutely no room to breathe so like when she's you know cleaning out the storehouse there's like you know it's very everything is very compressed and when she's you know everything's really close up like when she goes into the backstory of her being you know the teacher it's a lot of like you know aggressive like movements and stuff but then when she's just like there it's just like these wide open just people walking along a dirt road and they're like two inches tall on the screen just and just lets it lets it ride and you're like what is it's actually it's a very unusually filmed it kind of in some ways it kind of reminds me of white christmas in the way that it's filmed like it's got that more sort of artsy film kind of like 
like they're drawing everything out and it's it's very slow like mm-hmm. nothing really happens in the first couple episodes like kind of but like it's it's just storytelling and characters and yeah, like I personally felt it was very like I felt it was more warm and cozy I didn't get like a a dread you know vibe from it I don't at know. all I, but I, I definitely I've been, watching, I've been watching a lot of murder shows lately so <laughs> I think I was like primed to be like oh. <laughs> things are unsettling yeah so for me like I had much more of like a just a a cozy feel to me but I definitely like with especially when they do the flashbacks like those definitely feel a little more stressed like there's yeah. stress involved in those flashbacks and so I can see also what you're saying like and somehow that combination it feels it feels more a lot more pleasant a lot less stressful than White Christmas to me but it still somehow has that same kind of like there's a lot of like silence somehow and like the silence and the and the sets are part of it like are almost characters like the town and the roads and everything like it's just the setting is important yeah as the episode went on the sense of dread faded (laughs) significantly (laughs) and didn't really return that much but like just I was like real confused for like half an hour I was like what is, what is, because, like, I didn't watch any previews for this show, I had only seen, like, one poster, like, I knew nothing, I knew nothing about this show, and then I was like, it could, it could be an open book, which is very topical, because he owns a bookstore. (laughs) Um, I, I did think the first episode, now, it is a slow show, totally, mm -hmm. but I did think the first episode, for my taste, was a wee bit too slow. No, I see. I like those art. Films. I thought second episode it ramped up just enough to where I was like, "This is a slow pace." I could slow pace. They were actually, do, you know, there was more to do in the second I, episode. I have one one issue with episode one. Here's my issue. How the fuck did that baby get out of that carriage? I know. I mean, that that like, kid is not mobile yet. Like, that was, like, under a year old, this baby, and is somehow escaping and, like... I, I don't remember what you're talking about. Oh, oh was that, like, the first episode the second episode? It was in one of them. It was where, in like, the first episode. Yeah, he, yeah. He, they go to meet their, like, high school friends, and one of them brings, like, the baby in the carriage and then, like, ignores the baby, just, like, leaves the carriage yeah. at the table. But somehow the baby escapes in, like, 30 seconds and makes it to, like, the complete opposite end of the friggin' restaurant, and you're like, but... Teleporting baby. Yeah, like yeah. Jack. Like what is Jack? Like, yeah, what's going on? Here? Um, you, you could tell how much like that was in my memory. I really didn't care yeah. about the kid. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I feel like the like it was a weird scene that didn't really. It was win. clearly just something that like it came right after an awkward moment and yeah. like an awkward confession, and it was like okay, we need to have something that distracts them. Oh, the baby is gone. So now everybody's distracted and running, looking for the baby. And except for the two of them. Every, this conversation. Everyone tried to help find the baby, except for the two main characters who just sat there awkwardly. And it's like, dude, a baby's missing. Like, get your ass together. Jesus. Anyway, the show, I like it so far. It's, I, I it's, do, too. I'm very, very ready to go with this one. I'm enjoying it quite It's, like, slow and just sort of relaxing. 
when you mm-hmm. watch like I especially liked in the second episode when they introduced more of the like townspeople and yeah. stuff like through the the book club and and all that stuff like I, I just it feels like the kind of show where yes they're going to be the focus but you can see that maybe they're going to expand and tell other people's stories too like there's you know there's all these other characters that aren't really related to them at all but you're seeing scenes of them by themselves doing stuff so you're getting those stories of the townspeople too which is kind of nice and i also really like that her character is very different from the characters like in secretary kim Mm -hmm. like you know you could call those characters like you know cheerful plucky or whatever she is not she's not she's depressed and she's very somber but at the same time they have moments where like she'll just start laughing or like it, it, it feels very realistic where she's not just like grouchy or yeah. like so depressed that she can't she's not at that level where she can't function she's you know out to dinner with the friends and she laughs at the jokes and she mm. you know it's like it's just neat it's it's an interesting character yeah it's, I like it's, the, the way show has, the show has a real vibe of realism that I find a lot of shows really don't have mm-hmm. um like this feels like sort of voyeuristic in a way like you're just sort of watching these people's lives in a in a way that shows don't you know normally they're like really plot driven and really you know this is very character driven like it's slow it's you know you slowly unfolding you're just enjoying the ride sort of thing Mm -hmm. so parkman young's character i i think what's interesting also so aside from how her personality and how she uh presents herself being way different than a lot of her other characters in this one. Mm-hmm. Also her family relationships and her interpersonal relationships are very, I feel like a lot of, when I say a lot of specifically versus her private life and secretary Kim. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like in those shows, her characters, like every relationship she has is a cute one. Everything's yeah. fun, you know, mm-hmm. Every moment anyone has with her character is a like a good time kind of, whereas in this show, like her family is very difficult for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even just that, like even there's definitely another interpersonal relationship that comes up that is a very difficult one, and it's not like it just happens once. Like she yeah. keeps there's a lot of conflict, and it's not like it's gonna go away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And it feels very, very realistic in that. And it's, mm. it's, she does a really good job. It's subtle. You know, it's not overdone. She's a hurt character and it's not going to like magically go away. And some people have, some of the other characters, you can tell they want to magic it away sometimes. And she's yeah. like, no, it's not going to fix. Mm. Uh, so even like, I think from the outside, it's like, oh, it's this warm show. And everyone's going to see the show differently. I, but I think because of her character, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to unpack mm-hmm. emotionally. And so I think there's more depth to the show than I was expecting. Because I was expecting it to be like... Her, yeah, light, fluffy, cute. Every, every family relationship she has is charming and all these things. No, like it's... Yeah. There, there's some stuff. And it's... it's and so... It's it to me they're slice of life because of the pace, but like, 
And yeah, I know there's probably going to be romance eventually, but I don't even think that's the main thing. I think like her journey of, and I don't even think it's going to be like at the end I'm healed. I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it's going to be an interesting inside into life type thing. So I really like the one scene where she was watching him interacting with his family Mm-hmm. And just you see that like he's got that he's got the healthy, charming family that yeah. like is, you know, people love him and he loves them and they get along well. And it's all like so far anyway, it's cute and it's and it's healthy. It's a healthy family dynamic. And she's watching it from a window and you can see like she likes that she's not she's not angry that other people have what she doesn't have she's just yeah. kind of watching it and going oh it's nice that he has that nice yeah. thing that I don't have you know mm-hmm. oh boy this took a took a bit of a downer turn didn't it I, I, I really think the show has more I'm not going to say it's a negative show but I do think it has those tones to it mm-hmm. and I think more as the show goes on so mm. well uh, I think it's kind of like um in a sense, like something like Just Between Lovers, where there's funny moments and happy moments, but like it's it's about people trying to heal relationships and life and, mm-hmm. and do life and that not everything is easy. And I like it. I like it a lot. Also, Just Between Lovers is excellent. You should all uh, hey, you should all watch it. it. It's a really good show. It's, uh, <laughs> unrelated, unrelated. But have you have you all have you all rewatched it? I like, haven't rewatched that... it. I've rewatched it. Jesse's rewatched it. I got I got like you know magpie brain. Like I would rewatch more things, but then I'm like, ooh ooh ooh, new things, shiny <laughs> shiny. Ooh, I gotta rewatch <laughs> History Two again. Never mind, I'm out. Um. So yeah, so that uh, that I think is pretty much we that. are speaking. The thing we're speaking to existence for Parkman Young mm-hmm. is I would love to see her on more variety shows because I yes. think mm-hmm. like ones where she can be smart and cool and just be chill, not if like she the wants really to do them. Right. If like if that's because there's a possibility that she could be just avoiding them because she doesn't want to do them. Yeah. But. Should she desire to do them, we would like to see more of them. And I would love to see her as a villain someday. Yes, that would be that would be fun. Me, that would be she really wants fun. it too, so yeah, really just us helping her. Like we believe in you, Parkman Young. We want to see you be evil, okay? Like I wonder, I wonder how like the Korean public would take. It would be a very interesting like. I hope it happens someday because it would be interesting to see how people would react. I, I want it could to be a see surprise. That happening oh. In like ten years, you know, when she hits that age where she's like forty, and so now she has to play the mom of all the thirty-year-old men. So <laughs> you know, oh, and yeah. then and then they'll let her be, you know, evil because she can't be romantic anymore because she's over forty and dead, you know. So yeah. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as you hit like thirty-eight, just. Your entire sexuality just shrivels away. <laughs> just disappear. You're you're a grandma then, okay? Like it goes from like hot lady to grandma almost immediately. Once your birthday hits, that's it. You're done. Done. Grandma time. <laughs> that was one of the like for me funny moments in 
in the first episode was she's driving with her aunt and she says to her aunt, how come he calls you Nuna? You're over 40. And I was like, girl. <laughs> girl. Listen. The, aunt, the aunt seems fun too, just, but depressed. Yeah. But anyway, that, that was our episode on Parkman Young. We like her and we want to see her be evil. Please, <laughs> please let us see her be. You know what I would actually really like? I would really like if, like, all of the promo stuff makes it seem like it's going to be, like, Rom-com? a romantic, like, <laughs> I want it to be, fun. like, half the series, and then she yeah. just turns. But then suddenly it turns into, like, the Netflix show You, but, like, with her as the serial killer. That's what she wants. She literally yeah. said in her interview that that is the role that she wants. She wants a sociopath. Yeah. Role. Like, she was like, I really like the You Oh, I didn't even see that, so... Yeah, it's like, specifically, she said it. We want we want her to have her dreams realized, because through her dreams being realized, we get wonderful content that we get to enjoy, and we love that. And we will support Parkman Young no matter what she does. Yeah, she's cool. She's a cool I mean, lady. Well, She kicks puppies. I'm not supporting yeah, her. Yeah, well, that's true. I was meaning good, like, like projects. You know, as long as she doesn't become a trash person, which seems really unlikely from all we have witnessed, um, we will continue to support Parkman Young because we think she's pretty great. Uh, anyway, this has been another fun episode, we hope, of the Certified Nunas. Uh, you can listen to us wherever you're listening to us now, but if you want to mix it up, we are on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube, and of course, if you go to our website, certifiednunas.com, all of our episodes are there where Jesse has lovingly uploaded them and put all the show notes and all the links to anything we've mentioned because she's the best. And also our website has quizzes and good stuff. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook even still, but mostly Twitter. <laughs> Twitter is where you can find us reliably, and our username is always at Certified Nunas, and we love hearing from people who like to chat K-dramas and Asian dramas and K-pop and J-pop and C-pop and all that good stuff. Anyway, and if you want to support this podcast, of course, go to ko-fi.com slash Certified Nunas to become an official sponsor of this podcast. Anyway, we hope you have a fantastic week, and keep warm. All right, bye! Bye. Bye.